Hey, this is John Mayo, and you're listening to the Hot Rods by Boyd podcast. Recording from our headquarters in Old Town Orange, welcome to the Hot Rods by Boyd podcast. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, and we are here again in Old Town Orange for another Hot Rods by Boyd podcast with my co-host, Mr. Chris Cottington. What's up, bud? What's up, dude? How's it going, man? Good. Real good. Nice. Been a nice day out, huh? Oh, beautiful. beautiful. Hot, beautiful. hot out? Yeah. yeah, a little warm. A little warm. Not too bad, yeah. though. Well, we got uh, one of our neighbors here. Yeah. Old-time uh, friend of HRBB. All right. What's up, John Mayo? Hey, how are you going? doing? Yeah. Good to be here. Thanks, Thanks for, for finally. Well, and it's kind of a sad time because you're leaving us in a week. Yeah. And we'll get into that. But um, I'm glad. I'm glad we finally have you on here so we can talk. Yeah. You know? We can have a good conversation. So, John, I'll take everybody back a little bit. Well, first of all, I met my wife through uh, John and your ex-wife. Yeah. So, but I had known you before that. Yeah. And back in the Adam Misfortune days. Well, before Adam Misfortune, right? Um, we're talking, because you, you were working over at uh, GoFast, right? Yeah. Was that in, what it was called? I was In Huntington Beach, GoFast. Yeah, with Eric Larson, yeah. right? Doing Vespas, Vespas and Lambrettas. Which, those were kind of got popular. What in the late sixties, yeah, seventies, yeah, exactly. With the mod scene, right? Yeah, the, they were like, big then. Then they had a big resurgence in the eighties. Yeah, I think that's when Eric kind of came around. And then again in the nineties. Yeah, with like third wave ska and yeah. all that stuff right. coming out. Yeah. So you did that for a while. Yeah, that's where I met your brother that's and your, your dad. Yep, and then so then they ended up buying the scooter shop in Orange. Yeah. In like ninety six. Yeah, so it must have been, I mean, it must have been 93 when I met them. Because um, they, y- you guys are still in Stanton in the big shop. Yeah. Because I remember touring that, seeing Chip's office. Yep. Seeing like all the stuff that yeah, was that going on over like there. Yeah, that would have been like 96, 97. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Greg had that red 60 Impala. 59. 59 wagon. Brookwood wagon. Yeah. Two door wagon. Dude, that thing was cool. Your dad, I think, had a V12 convertible Mercedes. Probably. Um, yeah, then Greg had a scooter built. Yeah, that's right. He had the uh, red scooter built. The red right? Super Sport, I want to say. That thing was bad. What year was that? 63? 63. Yeah, that I was a really... I like that. The thing that was, was a nice. well-done scooter. Yeah. Like, it was nice. And then we did a couple, like, San Francisco runs where we did some scooter rallies up there. That's right. And then... So it was probably a year or two, and then they got the scooter shop. Yeah, because they got the scooter shop, uh, I want to say like 96, 97. It, something. It, right in there. It was something right around there. So, yeah. the the So, uh, my dad and my brother bought the scooter shop in Orange. Uh, not just right around the corner from here. And you guys yeah, were, exactly. Just you guys were doing a Vespas, Lambrettas, like a, a Doodlebugs. Uh, yeah, those. <laughs> you remember that? Doodlebugs and Mustangs and, and Eagles, uh, right? Uh, Cushman's. Cushman's. So we didn't actually work on those that much. That's what they were doing kind of before we got in there. Yeah. And then we got in, we turned it basically Vespa and Lambretta. Just Vespa and Lambretta. We still had that stuff on the side, but yeah. started focusing more on Vespa and Lambretta. Steve, were you ever into Vespas or Lambrettas? No, I never had the you know urge to pick one up, pick one up, pick one up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> dude, just remember all the mirrors on those uh, yeah. things, you know? <laughs> That's funny, dude. There, when we uh, have gone back to Europe to visit my uh, wife's grandmother in Austria, there's a big Vespa subculture there. Oh, yeah. It, it's well, huge. Well, they still yeah. – um, they 
how long have they been bringing new Vespas into the U.S. for like? So I think that was right when I was gonna start working at Boyd's. Okay. Uh, is when I left the scooter shop. They were just getting the first brand new ones. They had sold. So that would be. Oh, two or when did the, he open? Uh, on like blue gum or whatever out of the, and you guys were in the orange building. Two thousand. Okay, so it'd have been two thousand ninety nine two thousand. It'd have been right then, and they're just starting to get that a few in, yeah, in here the, and you, there. So that's when you. Uh, where were you? Because where were you at? You went to machinist school, right? So I was doing uh, schooling at Santa Ana, Santa Ana Community College. Um, did all the machinist stuff there. Then I worked at a shop in Santa, in Santa Ana. For a few years, the t- the dates don't seem to add up, but I mean, <laughs> right? It's been but, a while. Yeah, worked there for like three or four years, and then went back to the scooter shop for just a little bit as the transition happened, and then he got that old Robbie Gordon building, and then I started there, and that's when I met Mike. Yep. And so I was working for Mike, or, or under Mike, you know. Uh, met Dwayne, met all those guys. We built those buses. Do you remember those buses for Alaska? So okay, so you were there when the buses were built. Dude, okay. I remember we got to your dad drove one. We all got in it, and he drove us around Anaheim. Oh, you know, we had to test it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> we're funny. running around inside. That's. I wish there was footage of that. That would. I know. Bitching, right? I, I don't even have a picture of one of those buses. Uh, you know, if you, I had a grill shell in my backyard forever because there was one that was like kind of bad. Yeah. And so I mean, the thing's like two and a half feet wide. Oh no, three dude, foot they were tall. bitching. If you if you Google it, you could Google. Uh, oh, you can find pictures of yeah, them. Yeah, you. Uh, uh, right on. I, I puts it's Skagway, Alaska. And, you know, I type in Boyd Coddington bus, Skagway, Alaska. Okay. They'll pop up. They're like uh, yellow and like maroon. Was okay. It? And there's like graphics or oh, words yeah, yeah, on yeah. the side or something. Yeah. yeah. Those are totally. And it's it's so cool because I remember they were uh, sending Dwayne up there like not once a year, every other year. To tune them up or go something. Go up and tune them up. Because and, and there was a time of the year where that place was where they, they couldn't operate them, right? I mean, yeah, I think they it's were, winter. Yeah. Right? I mean, I it's like summer. Hard. I think it's they take people from the cruise ships into town and then back. Yeah, because I think at some point it's only a, you can only go there by plane or something, like when it's in the dead of winter. Is that it? Yeah, I think so. I'm sure that will. I think it's a pretty there. yeah yeah yeah. So those buses were cool. There were six of them, right? I think there were six of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah we fun. we did the uh, Led Zephyr. That was kind of like one of the first projects we worked on. I forget that English guy that did like the grill or started the grill. Uh, at least. Eddie Wimble. Eddie Wimble. Yeah. Yeah. He had memory. He he kind of was based out of there for a little bit. Yeah. He was based out of there for a little bit. Yeah. And then that's when Charlie came in. Yep. Um, and Charlie kind of took over, and he really, Charlie really did everything super nice. Yeah. Yeah, no, that was bitching. I remember when they led Zephyr, um, I'm sure we've told the story on there before, but the, the, the night, oh yeah, we told it with Mike. When, uh, when we all, you guys were just working around the clock, you know, sleeping yeah. there, and it was like 48 hours left, and you guys just hadn't slept, and yeah. had to get it up to Oakland. Yeah. And dude, you guys blew off some steam, dude. Some <laughs> steam. <laughs> oh man, that, that was, was a fun trip, the Oakland trip. Yeah, that was pretty wild, dude. Yeah. I don't think they were happy about the hotel room after. No, that. I, re- I remember my dad brought it up though. He's like, "Yeah, it cost me X amount of dollars." I'm good. Hey, dad, they got you to the party. You know what I'm saying? Like those dudes. We my were, dad was on we were me trying about to be not good. bothering I think you we were guys, like so trying there. to be good. Yeah, and but the man. first thing that happened was I had to use the toilet. And it clogged, and it overflowed, oh, and so the bathroom I, floor was all wet, and from there, it just went <laughs> downhill, dude. Well, that and the handle Broken of Myers didn't help either. I think yeah. there was like a boot hole in the wall. Literally was a shit show. Oh, no, it broke the lamp. <laughs> it broke the bed. No, it was... And so what we did, 
when we left, we all got all of our cash that we could find, and it was you know like thirty eight dollars and sixty seven cents. We left it on the corner of the thing. I think it was like a note, or maybe not even a note for the maids uh, to like, you know, smooth yeah. this over for us. <laughs> uh, sorry, <laughs> well, I'm sure they took the money, but they're like, dude. <laughs> I think there was yeah. like some pool equipment, you know, like there? a like a oh the, the lifesaver ring and the the hook that was oh, in the that's room. Right. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty. That was a good time though. Yeah, you know, that was a good time. That was definitely a good time. But man, that even then, that was almost twenty years ago. Uh, That's crazy. That seems pretty like a that was two thousand. That was two thousand one. That was two thousand one. That was January, February two thousand one. That's not the first time that trip's been brought up in this podcast. Uh, I know, pretty legendary. (laughs) You know, good time. Tom was there. Tom, remember? John was there. The detailer. Yeah, remember? Hey, he uh, was. He comes out of the. Tom comes out of the bathroom naked. uh, John. uh, Red jammies or blue jammies? <laughs> he just put something on. He just put something on. <laughs> and then we're being loud, so John comes over. He's like, hey, you guys. You need... And we're like, just come in for hey, a second. No, no. It was like, hey, Tom's complaining. You guys yeah, are yeah. making too much noise. And we're like, get in there. <laughs> Next thing you know, I think he had a couple of little Myers. That's and, where uh, he got the nickname John the Gymnast. Oh, yeah. From the bed to bed. <laughs> Almost cracked his head open on that table. Oh, Yeah. That was, I mean, that's how crazy it was because I got, we got a guy like John to do that shit. Yeah, yeah. He he just jumped right in, dude. Oh yeah, and that would have put you what your mid twenties. So yeah, you guys yeah. were probably oh, just yeah. freaking savages. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, how old was I? I don't know. Yeah, mid late twenties, mid twenties. That was crazy. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, I mean, after that, you guys were kind of because I think in two thousand two thousand one, that's when we moved to La Habra. Two thousand one. Okay. And then yeah. it just must have been a year or so after that. Was it like because it was just you and Mike, right? It was was it just you and Mike in the machine shop? Yeah. Then I think Martine came in and he was doing stuff either in the machine shop or out in the shop a little bit, maybe. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy White started. Well, Jimmy White was in. He was on that trip, so he started at that time too. Yep. Jimmy White was there. Um. And Charlie, but he wasn't. A, no, Charlie wasn't down here full time. I don't think. Yeah, that's he, what he it was, was just huh? coming down to paint cars. Yep. So, yeah, then we moved to, well, then, I mean, right after, right after that, uh, no, it was before that. You guys, I, I met Alan before that, because mm-hmm. then you guys were still living in Fullerton. Mm-hmm. And then we moved in 2001 to La Habra. And then it must have been right around there, I moved to the second, the second house in Fullerton, I want to say, maybe? Yep, yep. We were there for like a year or two. So... Yeah, I mean, because things started picking up at that point, um, and you know, you were pretty much in charge of the what the whole conventional machine room, right? That was once we moved to La Habra. La Habra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was kind of your job. I mean, mm-hmm. so all the all actually, the, I was still in the CNC for a while, and then we got one other guy in there. Yeah, and then they kind of moved me down to the manual stuff because there's lots of stuff for the Boydsters once the production really got going. Yeah, there was lots of manual stuff to do, so I kind of like would keep a stock of stuff in the, the room, you know, where all the, the parts were. Yeah. And then do whatever, you know, somebody would just come in and be like, Hey, can you do this? And like, yeah, okay, whatever. How'd you like that? That was actually, that was one of my favorite things because that's when the filming started. Yeah. And so nobody's allowed to listen to radios out there. So I would just close the doors to the machine shop. Yeah. And I could have my radio on. <laughs> There's an AC in there. That's right. There was I'd have AC my AC there. on. <laughs> that was cool. I mean, things that, that was like, you had your own little world there for a little bit. You know? Yeah. Yeah, that was... Um, no, that, that was super fun. Two lathes, two mills, that's like the perfect setup. So it's like, no matter what you're doing, uh, 
somebody can come in like, oh, can you do this? And it's like, oh, yeah, no problem. I got an open machine right here. Yeah. Like, whatever you got to do. Yeah. There, so and that's when Roy was there. He'd uh, you think you could, uh, d- d- you know, open up the hole in this pulley for me? And it's like, what's that for? He's like, uh, my table saw at home. <laughs> like, <laughs> just tell Twain, just tell Dwayne it's for Boyd. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. No, he, he was a character. Oh, yeah. A lot of those guys were. There was all kinds Dude. of people coming in and out of that place, right? <laughs> you know? I mean, you were all, you've always been around. I mean, the only times you weren't around was when you were just like, hey, you went to Hawaii yeah. for a little bit, right? So four years, three and a half, four years. But, but I mean, and then, um, yeah, then you came back. And, I mean, I was only so, back for six months to a year. And then Mike kind of hit me up like, hey, I'm getting my own thing going. You want to? Yeah. And, you, and we started down at the last unit of this building. Um, he just had like a manual lathe and I think he got a mill at that point and he was kind of doing stuff yeah, at other machine shops. So we were just kind of finishing stuff or doing whatever like that. Um, then we started expanding. He got the other unit and then he just started getting more units. Yeah. And and now it's been how many years? Dude, I want to say like almost 10, almost 10 years. And you've been here since he started and pretty and much on his own. He was, he was uh, here uh, on his own for maybe a year or so. Oh, okay. And then, like I said, he was you're out. The, you're doing the first stuff. official employee. I'm a first of official Mike employee. Curtis. That's good. I was employee of the month every month for like <laughs> a couple <of> years. <laughs> well, I mean, you're a hard worker, man. You know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Then I think the second employee was Julian. Okay. Yeah, and you guys have done some really cool stuff, man. I've, I, you know, I've been over here next to you guys for probably what? It, it is, uh, this is my third year. Okay. And. Just being able to go over there and just see stuff that's getting worked on, you know? Yeah, some uh, of the stuff. From, from crazy stuff, It's right? crazy stuff, yeah. Mike's not afraid to take anything on. Yeah. Right? He I mean, he's al- it's almost, he's like up to the challenge. Yep. Almost every time. I mean, how many how many times, like those grill shells, the, the whole insert, everything. The grills, yeah, some of that stuff's been crazy. We the, did like a big, I don't know, mid-30s, uh, like a Chevy or a fire truck grill. Yeah. Almost looked like a rib cage. I mean, the thing oh, was just I remember that. Yes. massive. And, you know, just trying to figure out how you're going to hold it, how you're going to machine it, the cutters. Was the that, lin- just like, like, that was just a couple years ago, right? I think that was just like a couple yeah, years ago. Yeah, yeah. No, that thing was bad, dude. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Mike's, well, you know, you're there right along with him. You know, you guys are just masters at that stuff, you know? I mean. Yeah, he draws it up. The one-off world business, it's uh, it, it, one-off one off wheel and one-off machining business is tough. Yeah. You know? Because it's hard to be able to charge what you really should charge. You know what I'm exactly. saying? Like, I don't think people would pay what they, what he should charge. You know what I mean? Well, if you did it by, yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mean, you, you kind of got to find a happy medium where you're like, I can, you know, he can make something and he can also do it for the person. But like, I mean. It's, it's, it's tricky. Yeah. You know? Plus you got, that machine's tied up now for two weeks or something maybe. With just that, so think about all the jobs that could have gone through there, and now that only only that thing's doing just yeah. that. But you know what? I think I've been doing it so long on like the the front end of it, you know, um, and working with re- very closely with manufacturing, right? Mm-hmm. I think the relationship I have with like Mike and you, and the way we work through, the, and you know, even Greg now over here, does uh-huh. the, just the process. We we make it for our stuff. We it's it's not. It, it's 
it's not very painful. Right. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we work within certain parameters. We know it can be, can be done. There's no arguing about, no, you can do this. It's like, no. Right. How many times you deal with some kind of artist or some kind of freaking designer, quote unquote, and he's like, no, I need it this way. It's like, well, you can't do it like that. Or yeah. you can, but it's going to cost this much. You know? Exactly. And it's like, what are you trying to achieve? That's what I always like to right? figure I mean, out. Like, what are you trying to achieve? Because it's like, we could probably do that with, a, you know, just tweak something here or there, make it a lot easier on this guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, and get the same end result, basically. What, what, you know? Yeah. What about some of the, like the, I forget what vehicle was, was that you guys were making wheels for, but the whole back was going to be all skirted in. And, but every little detail had to be done on the rear wheels. And you're like, you're not going to see the rear wheels. Yes. Yeah. You know? Right. <laughs> it's just the customer wanted it that way. In their head, they're going to know it's different. You know, I don't know. Yeah. And I mean, you know, some of the crazy show cars, it's like they're going to be up and they're going to be looking maybe, underwear. Yeah, and stuff like that. Sure. But, you know, a general guy that wants to drive it around, it's like, whatever. I mean. Yeah. Well, like I was saying, if something's totally hidden, why are you going to spend? I mean, yeah, people want to do some really tricky stuff, but I don't know. I, I think we, you know, I think with the process from start to finish, when someone wants a one-off wheel, yeah. I think we can move through it pretty pretty efficiently yeah you know and end up with end up with something pretty cool you know so what's your plan now buddy you're going up to washington huh that's the next part of the plan next part of the plan gonna get up there with more uh, moisture more moisture more more rain more rain looking forward to less people less traffic hopefully yeah well definitely um i drove my truck home from work yesterday and Oh, almost punched a hole through the roof crazy, of the truck right just, oh my god because normally i drive the motorcycle so you know yeah. i'm able to just you, you can be happy yeah. if i if i want to not be behind somebody i can just split the lane and be in front of them yeah. you know like i don't well, go crazy but i just i'm in control of my own destiny on the motorcycle you know la traffic you just have to just zone out on it dude you gotta yeah. just pay, pay attention but don't you just there's nothing I you try you know and you're like oh I'll leave a gap and then you get like one two three four and then you're like okay that's it <laughs> now I'm tightening it up now I'm gonna be an inch off the guy's bumper in front of me because that's that was all the people from my ride home that are getting in front of me LA traffic is just is crazy but you're I mean where you're gonna be you're gonna be kind of in the middle of nowhere right on well uh, island. W- when we get there yeah so uh Vashon Island it's just off 15 20 minutes off of Seattle uh by ferry you can only get there by ferry um I'm hoping to find something to do on that island. If not, yeah. uh, we j- I just found a, a place, put my resume in. They're right in Seattle, so it'd be just a ferry ride. Maybe even be able to ride the bike, ride the bike, nice to the ferry, and then it's free if you yeah. can if you bike on. Um, but hey, you get some gear. Gonna get, get some, some rain. Get some, <laughs> gonna get some rain gear. You better have a rain <laughs> outfit, dude. And then, um. um yeah, so that'd be cool if I can keep it as close as I can so that I minimal commuting because uh, we got a buddy, Anders, that does some stuff up there, and he's like, the traffic is getting bad up there. So I kind of started looking into it, and the, the population of L.A. County is the same as the population of the state of Washington. Yeah. So I'm like, no matter how bad the traffic is, it's probably not as bad as yeah. it is around here. <laughs> I'm sure you'll find some bad traffic there. You, you know, the freeways aren't going to be as big, and the people don't. Definitely driving up there, people, like, leave a bunch of space. They drive very cautiously. <laughs> you know, because they're used to driving in the rain and stuff. I so don't it's know, like, man. I was up in Portland, and I hit some, some bad traffic. Yeah. <laughs> right? I know that's Portland, not Washington, but I could just be see Seattle just being, like, you know. They definitely aren't as aggressive as uh, California drivers. 
So I'm, I'm just going to get up there and dominate, really. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> in, your, in your Toyota? They, they yeah. don't even know what's coming. They don't even know what's coming. The it only on. thing that sucks is, and I didn't know this, yeah. California is the only state that allows lane splitting. What? Yeah, so, so it's like... So the advantage of driving a motorcycle well, is, plus is none. How, plus how, it's going to rain all the time. Yeah. So, gonna, so you still can't drive in a carpool lane. So that is an advantage. Okay. You just can't split So you're going to keep the bike? Or you gonna... I'm going to keep the bike. Yeah. Because I can always do the, oh, I'm from California. I didn't know that <laughs> you can't do that. I didn't know you couldn't do that, officer. <laughs> you could maybe get by once with yeah. your California ID. and then Right. You, you know, I don't know. But, so, yeah. hey, when's the last time you've been to a car show? Wow. Like, I'm talking like a, uh, you know, NSRA or good guy show. That long ago, huh? Long. I wow. Mean, I can't. Do you think it, do you I think, think it, I went to a, like, just something little the circle here. Oh, okay. The orange, yeah. orange, the orange circle car show is pretty cool. Yeah, the, the ones that, uh, it's put on by the Rotary Club, it's, uh, yeah. end of April. I think you're right. Yeah, yeah it's it's, it's, it's in April, uh, beginning of May, right? Right. End of April, yeah. End of April. Okay. Yeah, yeah it's cool. It, you know, they do all the streets. It's like yeah, it's cool. No, it's it's a legit car show. It's yeah, there's some cool. amazing uh, paint jobs. I always love looking at those paint jobs because they're kind of like the, the the not the muscle cars so much, but you know the kind of the beauty cars. Yeah. So they've got all these weird kind of uh, color combos that you kind of wouldn't think of in like you know certain yeah. other to use in certain other things, but uh, they're always some really unique paint jobs at that show mm-hmm. yeah no it's a good it's a good little show but as far as a big one big ones i may have been like don't tell me it was nsra Na- uh, street Rod nationals in louisville i think it probably was no way <laughs> so dude i'm it hey, probably dude, was that's i got some funny stories from that one man but you guys that, another time you guys blew off some steam yeah. so you're fil- you're on you're filming the tv show <laughs> This was okay. Go ahead. This was the uh, the so build off, right? It's the, the build off. Um, you know, things went sideways with Chad. Yeah, uh, he quit or whatever. He's out of there. So then Mike takes over the build, um, and ends up doing a different uh, car. So he does the the, pickup. the Model A pickup. Yeah. So we go out. We find that thing, and the guy, you know, he he's got it like ninety percent restored, kind of. And so we're like, oh, this is gonna be great to start with. And the guy's like, well, what are you guys gonna do with? Oh, we're, we're just yeah. We're not doing yeah. nothing, you know, like <laughs> <laughs> completely tore it down. I yeah, mean, yeah. just com- everything completely torn off of it. Dude. Um, finished that thing. I think the one of the favorite parts of that build was when your dad got his car. They like took it all apart in one day. Yeah. So we were there super late and we're sitting there looking at it. And we're like, dude, we could just like put that thing back together so easily. So we just put the body back on the frame. We put the doors on. We hung the fenders on. We put the, like, so <laughs> so all their day's work, basically they came in the next day and the car's back together. <laughs> dude, that's funny, dude. <clears throat> Dwayne got a little upset on that one. Oh, I'm sure. But, I mean, we had it back taken. We didn't, like, bolt stuff together. We just hung, you know, we just set just it up. set it up there, yeah. Your dad came in and you could tell he's, like, trying to be mad, but he was, he's laughing. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny. <laughs> dude, that's funny. But, um, yeah, so we did the road trip, and we were just kept having problems, like ignition problems or something like that. So by the second or third day, we'd get, like, per diem, you know, like some money a day. So I'd get off. It's like 8 or 9 in the morning, go in, buy. Me and Andrew had the thing, just buy, like, the dumbest thing you could find. 
and beer. So he just like a stupid hat and then like a 12 like a pack. Stop or yeah. Yeah. So we roll back on the RV. Dwayne's like, you, you could be driving today. What, you can't start drinking now. I'm like, yeah, I know that thing's going to break down. I'm not going to be driving today. <laughs> but actually we did it with, with Dan. I got to drive with Dan. He was passenger and I was driving. Okay. And I don't think the shots ever made it, but the, the film crew was like in front of us with the back of their minivan open. Yeah. And so I was like getting up super close and like making passes past them and stuff. Yeah. And so I got to drive for like an hour, hour and a half or something. And then it broke down. <laughs> Man, I just remember, I don't know what you guys were doing along the way, but I remember my dad calling me and we're just talking. <laughs> and he goes, oh, Mike. I go, how's it going? He goes, Man, he, some of these guys are crazy. He goes, he goes like John Mayo, his guy. He's like he's just he's just going nuts. And I'm like, dude. I go, hey, dad. He's just letting off some steam, man. You know. This well, yeah. So like, we get to. I think it was. Um... <laughs> it's just like, no. I mean, he said you guys were having a good time, but maybe too good of a time. I think this was kind of the way it got described. You know. I think it was Oklahoma. I think it was right before Texas, and they kind of like. We get to town. They're like, okay, there's some strip clubs down, you know, over here, this and that. And then they're like, there's a bar right out the edge of the parking lot. Don't go there. It's like, a, you know, it's a tough bar and this and that. And me and Andrew are like, that's the bar we're going to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we ended up staying there, closing it out, hanging yeah. out, talking with the bartender. That's probably perfect. Oh, it was fine. great. Great time. That's funny. Yeah, that was, I mean, so that was, uh, hold on, 2000. Dude, I have dates. 2007? Or no, 2006. Um, or maybe earlier. Oh, no. You know, it would have been right around there because I think it was, I got back from that and it wasn't too long and then moved to Hawaii. You moved to Hawaii. Yeah. And that was like 06-ish or something. Yeah, I remember that because I didn't go on the road trip. I ended up meeting you guys in Louisville. In Louisville, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I flew in. I yeah, we had some good stuff just in Louisville. Oh, dude, that's... We met some guys, and they were just, like, street fighting in the parking lot out back. Like, <laughs> we had, like, a fire <laughs> in the parking lot. <laughs> yeah, what was that guy's name with the... Wasn't that the year with the uh, the guy uh, with the sedan? Yeah, I can't remember his Josh. name. Josh. Josh Shaw. Josh Shaw, but... Right? He got... I don't know if he got pulled over, or somebody's like, what's what's your so, name, or what's his name? And somebody's all, Josh Bacon. <laughs> And so that stuck. That's how I always remember his name, Josh Bacon. Oh, yeah, we ran from the cops that night. Oh. Um, I don't know if you should be talking. No, I'm just kidding. It's fine. Yeah, so. Allegedly. A bunch. Allegedly. Uh, a few people jumped in his sedan. They take off. They may have hit in somebody's motorcycle. Uh, so those <laughs> dudes come running out of the bar. They're quite upset. And I jump in with these his two buddies into a 55 Thunderbird. Oh, no roof. And they're, I mean, it's classic movie style. And the guys would come out of the bar and they're like, those guys! like, And oh, that's when it was. The dudes come up, they run up, and they grab the dude by the shoulder. like, you're not going nowhere. Oh, shit, really? And they're all, what's that guy's name? And that's when he's all, Josh, what? Josh Bacon. And it's all, brum, starts, and he takes off out of there. The cops go by after the other car that way. We go that way. We're like, on the highway, we see cops. Oh, it was, dude. It was ridiculous. That's awesome, dude. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> That's just like something out of a movie. I'm serious. Because we uh, look, because they, they were right by the bar. We were like half a block away. So we get to the car, we jump in, and we see him like fire up and hit the dudes. We're like, oh, no. And the, everybody comes running out. They're like, ah. And then they look over, and it's just, oh, those guys are like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that Louisville's a, a trippy town. It's like it's 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 weird, right? It's kind of got a, it's got a southern vibe to it. But yeah, it's I do remember getting um, like at the concession stand, you get like uh, pork tenderloin or something. They just put it in a plastic bag, and that's it. You got a plastic bag of meat. There you go. <laughs> that's all I needed. Oh man, that that old hotel was it? Uh, Executive East. Dude, what a great... So the room we got was a cool room, big corner room, but the AC was busted. So the guy comes up, you know, he's like looking, oh, it's this and that. And he's like, we can move you down to this room. And we're like, does AC work in that one? He's like, yeah. And we're like, can we switch the ACs out? So we worked with that guy and we switched the AC units, pulled that one out, a second. brought it down to this room, took that yeah, one out no. of that room and took it down to that room so that we could have I a working AC. Because we that. wanted the big room. I remember that. Dude. Yeah, that was yeah, that hotel. They tore, tore yeah, they oh, tore that hotel no down. No way, because that yeah. it was cool. Everybody would, like hang out in the parking lots, like with their trailers or oh, whatever, dude, and no, like it, so that you just would kind of drive around or walk around, you know. Because so, that parking lot was huge. Well, remember the one night we were out there? I, I don't even know whose tr- truck it was. Uh, we were all hanging out by it. It's just pouring rain, and we were all just sitting there drinking beer in the rain. Yeah, you know. I mean, it was just it's hot and humid in that spot. Hot man. and humid, yeah, for sure. Oh, and we stopped that one dude's uh, button. So, I want to say somebody buttoned. Like, he had a big old shop. It was, it was. I think it was just outside of there somewhere. Really? And he had a big party, and he had a bunch of cars there, and we were working on our car. I think that's when we got the, the pickup running the best we got it. Really? Because somebody was like, oh, messing with the ignition and something. But, hmm. yeah, I forget all that. Oh, <laughs> I do remember we stopped at the motorhome. And I went to get out, and because like the everybody's there, like oh they're here, and I go to get out, and the step didn't open on oh, the bottom no. of the motorhome, and I just no, <laughs> just <laughs> fell straight out oh, into the dude. Did you get hurt? <laughs> Come on. Oh man, you can't hurt drunk. <laughs> oh okay. Oh, and that Mike's brother was there, and that's when we drank the entire bottle of uh, not Jim Beam, but um, the other popular whiskey, yeah. Uh, uh, wild Turkey? No, the square... Uh, I just can't think Jack of it. Jack Daniels. Jack Daniels. Uh, and that's what Mike still has is his water overflow. Oh, really? For his radiator, yeah. Oh, that's where that came from. That's funny. Me and it, dude, we got... Oh. I think... We, I was, like, trying to fit into... I'm like, I could fit in that cabinet in the RV. Oh, <laughs> uh, did you get stuck? No, I think I got almost in there. Did, did I, you remember the time where Mike got stuck in the tire at SEMA? Kind of do that? remember that. So we had to close. My dad's like, hey, you're going to be in charge of tearing down the booth at SEMA. Okay. Right? And we didn't have a big booth at that point. Um, but it was more like you kind of had to wait for your you know, your crates to come in and all that stuff. Mm. So we kept coming back you know, throughout the night because we were like, we wanted to load up. Yeah. Even if it was 1 in the morning, 2 in the morning, we wanted to load Let's up go. and get out. So, so one of the times we came back, it was after a few pops, you know, <laughs> and uh, – the, the the booth next to us had did like agriculture tires. Oh yeah, and they just had like a few tires. I've seen those booths. I don't know the yeah. exact one, but they just have and, a couple so, big so old dude, tires. Mike decides to get in this tractor tire, <laughs> and he gets in this thing. And I ended up put. And of course, 
I'm pushing. Like, if you'll do the work of getting in, I'll push it. Dude, I pushed him, (laughs) and he rolled. He rolled a ways, and he ran into a wall, and it flopped over, and he couldn't get out. (laughs) He couldn't get out of the thing. So Uh, we we laughed at him for uh, we laughed at him for a little bit until he he finally worked his way out of the thing. (laughs) That's funny. Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy how people go down like hills. Like oh yeah, I've seen like that. that. Kids like, oh yeah, get in there, it'll be fine. No, Dude, that thank would hurt. you. Right? That, that wouldn't feel good. <laughs> no way. <laughs> if I move too fast, if I get up out of this chair or something too fast, I get a little dizzy, dude. Oh yeah, we're not as young as we used to be. I know. I think with all the biking I do, it'd be a little better. But no, my, my parents warned me. You know, don't well, dude. Like I can't do roller coasters that much anymore. Like I can do some on the mountain biking and stuff. I don't do anything really crazy. I don't do any jumping or shit like that. But right. But it doesn't. That none of that bothers me. But like, dude, on a roller coaster, it's like, whew, yeah, headache. What, what bothers me about that stuff nowadays is I look at the actual machine, and it just worries me that somebody <laughs> was in charge of putting it together or fixing it or repairing well, it, and that somebody wasn't me. And I really have a hard time trusting people with stuff like that. Right. Like, well, we're at the as you get older, that's what happens as you get older and you work with a bunch of knuckleheads. You work yeah. with really good people. And then you see some real, I mean, hey, you've seen some real janky stuff. Yeah. For example, hey, Steve, check, I don't know if, did you, if you saw that wheel, uh, some customer calls oh, what me. Did, yeah, what did Dude, oh, hold on a second here. Hold on a second. <laughs> I got to follow up with him. Some customer sends me, he calls. Hey, I, you did a reboot for me a year ago. And uh, one of the wheels has got a real bad hop in the lip. And I'm like, okay. You know, I mean, and he's like, look, I had him in the box for almost a year. I just started my project. I was putting them back on. Um, and so, uh, yeah, the other ones are over there. Uh, so what, what what happened was uh, yeah, I said, okay, send me a video. Send me a video. And I'm like, I can't really look from the video. You know, like I'm like. I perceive from the video, I'm like, yeah, nah, this is that doesn't look right. I go, it looks like maybe shipping damage or something. You know, we see maybe shipping damage once a year, you know. Yeah, um, so you like call a, me over to look at this thing. Yeah, well, well, <laughs> then the guy sends it back, and I put this thing on the on our fixture over there, and we spin it, and it's just like, what the fuck is this? They're <laughs> like, what? Wow, he just tells me, no, hey, you have you gave me a defective rim. And I'm looking at this thing, and this thing's what? It was in one direction, probably laterally, on just the lip, it was moving like a quarter inch. I mean, I want to say it was so bad without even spinning it that you could tell that it was bad. I mean, (laughs) dude, like the the metal was all discolored. This thing was moving, you know, it it was moving all over the place. And it was like, (laughs) you could see where the metal looked like it was heated. And hammered on a little bit, and then, and then sanded down with yeah, heavy, and then heavy tried gr- to repolish, but yeah. they didn't have the big machines like uh, you know. And, and the guy goes, "No, no." And so I try calling the guy. I haven't talked to him. Uh, Ken, one of my guys, ended up talking to him, and the guy swears. And I'm, I'm just, you know, I told him I take care of it, right, originally. But it's so bad that I just want to, I just want to like go, "Hey, dude, if your if your tire place had this for like a week." And, told right. you, and then told you there was problems. Uh, like, like were you there and like, watching it happen? Well, or? saying, oh, oh, well, give us a few days. And then it came back like that. Get a new tire shop, bro. Yeah. You know, I mean, no, this thing was... was moving really bad. And it's here's the situation. 
we we couldn't almost couldn't even get the center out of it, <laughs> right? So if, how are we going to get the center into that rim? Right. If if it was, there's no yeah. way it would. There's it wouldn't even the, the the wheel was so out. Even if some knucklehead didn't inspect it here, right? Right. Uh, when you're assembling it, it wouldn't even have gone on the welder. It w- yeah. <laughs> no way, dude. So I don't know. I just want to be. I would the guy to be honest with me and go, hey. Are you being honest with me, or you know? Yeah, like is your tire shop screwing you around? All he's gonna say is like, well, they did have it for a couple days, and I don't, you know, I didn't stand there and watch what they did, but I trust them. And you're like, well, you don't trust them anymore. Yeah, get get a new tire (laughs) shop, bro. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, we've seen some really janky stuff, you know. There's a a right way to do things and and a wrong way to do things. That's very true. Now with CNC machining, you did you ever do any? Uh, I mean, you, you haven't done really the programming in, but you kind of learned programming. I mean, how it works and by default because you're right. So I did a little, a little in the school at Santa Ana, um, and then I always can do uh, like lathe programs are way easier. Just two D. Yeah. Uh, so I can do the programming and do the editing of the NC with that, but the crazy three D stuff I just never got into. I I just never. I never wanted to spend my time in the office. You know what I'm saying? Like I yeah. really like machining. So I always want to be out there hands on. Like I never wanted to be like a, a boss where you're telling people what to do and you got to see what they're I like. I, I just want to be the guy doing it. Yeah. I really enjoy that stuff. No, you do. And dude, we're going to, we're definitely going to miss you. Uh, I mean, cause dude, you're a huge asset over here. So it's going to be, it's going to be patience city yeah. uh, for a while <laughs> with everybody. I, me and Mike, everybody, <laughs> you know, it's, yeah, uh, it'll it's just, just take kinda, time to. No, but I mean, here's the deal. My, Mike's more incapable. Just gonna, Mike's gonna have to do do more. That's all. That's I mean, the exact thing. You, he can you do it all. You just don't uh, put it out in the paper and get a John Mayo to pop in your 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 shop. He, he can do it all. It's just gonna be a lot more work on his plate now. You yeah, know, like exactly, exactly. So, but you know, what? I mean, uh, but you're also part of the equation as far as you know. You're like with machining. It's all about how you hold the part. Right. So you. You're you're an extra brain. That's right. So a lot of really times I get in there, like in the early part of when they're still kind of looking at it, and we try to think it through before we get halfway into it and figure out. Wait a minute, we're you know what are we going to do now? Exactly. So yeah, it's nice to get in there and like talk back and forth and say what about this, and then somebody will say, well, like you know, Mike or Greg will say, like, well, what about that? And they be like, oh yeah, you know, you're right. And then we'll kind of go back and forth, and then we'll agree on something we think yeah. is the best way to do it. And you know, there's many ways to do it. I always try to think of the the easiest i mean honestly the the easiest with yeah. the least amount well, of work you know like yeah but to achieve the the, the, the part you want at the end you exactly. know like i don't want to cut corners but i i don't want to do extra stuff either you know i mean there's no point in doing that yeah no i agree well i mean it you know i'm gonna miss uh you know my little hey my little bike part or whatever you know like (laughs) hey how do we do this how do we figure this out like dude you know i'm always asking you questions about how we figure out how to machine stuff off or you know do different things yeah Um, you know just like this i would just notice all those uh flanges no not the flanges but on certain designs where that welding register in between the windows after it's after it's milled doing a pass around the outside just i know the the real trick thing to do would be cut a big OD, cut the part, then fully mill it. The OD. The OD. Yeah. 
Yeah, because what we're noticing is, is some of those parts, those windows expanding, and they're grabbing onto those rims. And if you do it just to the right size and then mill it afterwards, then it's still just going to hit in a couple spots probably just at the windows. So it's like if you did it extra big, then the bolt pattern, the OD, everything would be just yeah. you know dead right on. Well, on some of those programs, we're going to have to make those changes. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, man, it's been good talking, dude. Yeah. You know? been fun i mean it's uh we're so we got one more week dude one more week are we partying <laughs> are we partying we could do pretty good we're gonna party friday though i gotta leave on time which friday next friday Ooh, that goes we got some so that's plans. like the last day we got some plans what's what's on time uh four four o'clock does mike know this no dude because him and no you better tell him i'll tell him we better because we him. got some shit planned, bro. We better tell him. Video we, text him. We we got some shit planned because that's the night we're gonna start packing. Ooh. I'm gonna get the U-Haul truck Thursday night, and then as soon as I get off work, go because where you know the old Boyd's in the Harbor back behind there is Ryan's place. That's where my stuff stored. Okay. Well, that wood shop they're fully operational on a sun a Saturday, so going in Saturday morning is just gonna be the worst. So it's better to get there like at five. And then I got open space, yeah. so I'm hoping I can load everything up that night. Do you have any machines? No machines, Not, just a just yet? a bunch of tools and stuff. Well, you need to. Well, once you get, I mean, yeah, once you right. once, once your I situation, get up there, yeah. situation, uh, your living situation gets sorted out, where you got a spot, and yeah. Then, because uh, you guys are living in a teepee, right? Teepee on, on the a teepee. <laughs> <laughs> out on the plains, uh, an old uh, uh, 1988 Washington. Fleetwood Bounder. Dude. Just like the Breaking Bad. Walter White, huh? Yeah. The Walter White special. We want to do our Christmas card or even just like a, a going away card or something of that, of them. Like, you know how they're out in the desert in the, I think he's like in his underwear. So I'll be like in my underwear yeah, at the yeah, front, yeah. like hanging something up. And then Angel will be sitting in the chair with the yellow rain yeah. the ju- stuff uh, on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hazmat suit on. And then we'll just have like the dog sitting there. Dude, that's funny. Because it's like the exact, it's, it's just like three feet well, longer sounds, than the. I mean, dude, you got, you know. Why not, man? You know? Right. Why not? You don't got, you know, you, you don't have kids right now. You know? Yeah. It's just like, it's bitching. I hope you get into biking up there, man, a little more. Yeah. No, definitely. You know? Because, man, take advantage of that. The, I'm going to call it wilderness right there, right? It's The a, island, I think, has a, it's got a certain, I, I don't know the amount of space, but there's a certain amount uh, that's like a, a, a preserve or a park or something like that where they, you know, they're never going to be able to build. Yeah. But there's trails through it, so nice. uh, there's some mountain bike trails and stuff. I don't know if you can go camp out there, but you definitely can go hike and mountain bike out but there. The so island's not that big. It's not that big. Right. I think so it's 14 or 15 miles end to end. So, I mean, from wherever I'm at, I'll be able to ride to the trails, ride the trails, and ride home. Yeah, that's awesome. With, you know, with minimal dealing with traffic and stuff like that. Yeah, that's I got killer. a buddy that lives up uh, east, uh, east of Seattle, maybe, and he says, yeah, there's tons of, uh, yeah. Tons of trails. Yeah, and on the... Uh, west side of the sound that's a whole park basically that whole area is a park but people have gotten was it mountain goats or some hikers have gotten gored or killed by i think it's like some goats or sheep or something with some big horns or something like that i don't know if it was elk it was i want to say it was a goat or a sheep like a big horned thing and they're out hiking and that thing of that right and the male one's like you're coming into my territory and it 
Oh, jeez. What a way to go. Yeah, right? That's you ever horrible. see those things fight? I mean, they don't... They don't give a shit, dude, right? They could run into a wall. They wouldn't oh, even know. God, they got weapons on their head. Yeah. Like, just... Oh. Can you imagine their brains just rattled well, around? I mean, and they're you think if you did run into an elk, they're worth a thousand pounds? Uh, moose or like... Of muscle. Yeah, yeah. Moose are like, what, 1,500 or dude, more? I think yeah. so. Whew. No, no, thank you. No, thank what about, you. Hey, what about that little girl that got tossed in the air by that bison? Uh, up did in, you see that? Like, up in Yosemite. Was it Yosemite? I thought it was like Montana or something, but regardless. Uh, oh, but, sorry. Uh, Yellowstone. Sorry. Yellowstone. Yellowstone. Okay, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, not Yosemite. The bison over there. He's like, yeah. I don't even know what I'm doing. Bison, yeah. Yeah. I am going to no, toss no, this girl because no. I don't even know how I got here. <laughs> <laughs> I got to get out of here. No. Where they tossed they, me. They had out. like a bunch of tourists were around this thing. And they were like petting it and, and, and all this stuff. And but finally, all, it's like, all of a sudden, this thing's like, "Yeah, I'm done." Yeah, charges this little girl, uh, and just kind of flips her, no like way. just it's like a coin flip. Like, no just, way. just just goes like boop, and she flies through the air. What happened to her? She's all right. Okay. Uh, but you know, come on, heads or tails? <laughs> yeah, heads or tails, dude. Yeah, like I think it was tails, but uh, it was. Uh, no thanks. Yeah, I mean, so, so my wife works at a. Uh, place with horses and livestock or whatever yeah, and right there uh in long, right there across from uh, on the riverbed right yeah she, she rarely works at that place but the the lady's connected to that place yeah and they have to tell people all the time they're like do they bite and it's like she says they're wild animals i mean they they definitely know, like, could yeah. like they sh- you know I, realistically they probably won't but if i say yeah. that they won't yeah. and then they do you know it's like just think that they probably will bite. Like, uh, what, what part I mean, of the two words "wild animals" do you not understand? Right. Like, you know? yeah, what about when people why would you put, surround a bison? Like, why would that? You think that's going to turn out good? You know. Uh, what about people that go, "Oh, can I pet your dog?" And then they go down and put their face right in the dog's face? Yeah. Are you, are you kidding me? <laughs> we were I mean, waiting for. <laughs> he almost should get bit for doing stupid shit. Like, I mean, would you imagine if you did that to a human? You're all, oh, hi, John, and I and grab you by your ears and then bring you right face. into my face. <laughs> what? Of course, you're gonna back off, smack me, right? We're down waiting some beach city, and we're waiting to get to a restaurant, and it's outside. Somebody's got like a little puppy or younger dog, and then somebody's got their older dog up on the chair, and they said. Uh, Maybe the older dog's on the floor, the puppy's on the chair, and they're like, oh, is your dog nice? And she's like, well, yeah. So they, like, take the one dog down, and as soon as the dog hits the floor, the, you know, as the dog's probably getting lifted from the chair down to the floor, it's thinking, like, well, this is it. Now I've got to fight my way out of here. Because the second that thing hit the floor, <laughs> it was go time. It's like, they don't, wh- they were doing fine. One was here, one was there. They were doing fine. Now you put the one at the other's level, it's like, okay, uh, I guess we got to, and they just, and <laughs> The first lady was like, I'm sorry. And she's pulling her dog away. I'm like, how, how did you think that was going to go good, right? Oh, dude. People. Dude, that's like the, uh, the uh, I think is what, uh, one of the Pink Panther movies, right? Where there's a, there's a guy there and there's a Doberman next to him. Mm. And the guy, another guy comes up and says, hey, does your dog bite? And he goes, no. And the guy goes to reach for the dog and the dog bites him. And he says, hey, I thought your dog, did, you said your dog didn't bite. He goes, not my dog. <laughs> Oh man, that's funny, dude. I don't know, but people sometimes with animals, dude. I saw the biggest Akita on my mountain bike ride the other day. I was going through this neighborhood, and even this motorcycle came coming down up in the hills. Mm-hmm. It gave him wide berth. Yeah, this thing was probably 150 pounds. <sighs> this this little Japanese lady was was had had it on a leash, and I was like, this. Like it this. was the biggest Akita, and and I know Akitas are 
what Japanese basically Japanese fighting dogs, right? I yeah. mean, that's what they're bred for. So, yeah, dude, I, I come right because you know I'm going uphill. I'm only hitting maybe six, seven miles an hour. I, I, so you're I, gonna be I, right there for a while. Right? I bet I would not outrun this thing. Yeah. Oh, so I, I gave it a wide berth and I said, "I'm all right." And Akita, right? She goes, "Yeah, yeah." I go, "Who's big?" She goes, "Yeah." I was like, Oof. and mean too. <laughs> yeah, dude. But yeah, no, you're cool, bro. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Don't stop and like, oh, pet him as I go by. No, no. I've been chased on my bike too many times. I think. You know, yeah, you tell me the one story oh, dude. Oh, over here. Over that was Orange, the yeah. worst. Steve over here. Uh, I was over coming, coming on back on one of my rides and I was um, coming over by Glacelle and Levita. Yeah. Cross Levita, go into the neighborhood. Okay. And uh, a pit bull comes running off of this porch and starts chasing me and I get on the pedals and I'm, I'm bolting it. I'm coming back towards the shop. Okay. And, and I, I, I just jam, and I'm thinking he's going to stop. I turn around. No, he's still going. Right? So I, I'm, I'm jamming, and I'm go, I, I went through a first stop sign. And I look back. He's still coming. I went a full another block to another stop sign. He's still coming. Because I, I let him kind of catch up because I thought, I mean, I'm like, nah, he's not going to keep going. Oh, he is. And I get back on the pedals. And then I go, and I make a left on, I forget the street, Washington maybe. Right, it's before almond. Mm-hmm. I make a left. This freaking dog cuts the corner, oh. cuts the corner. So he runs across the street. This thing, and I'm like, at this point, I'm like, he's shit, <laughs> he's got me. He's because you know I, I can't. I'm not going across people's lawns and shit. Yeah. This, this dog just doesn't give a shit. He cuts across this lawn, cuts the corner on me, gets close, and I just jam. And I went and I went to Glacelle, and I just went right along the curb and took off. Mm. And that point. I didn't look back. I just yeah. kept going. Jeez. Dude, and then I called uh, animal control or something. I said, hey, dude. I mean, could, could you imagine if it was a kid on a bike? Yeah, right? I, I didn't do anything to provoke it. It just it came out of nowhere on me. Yeah. No, scary. That's crazy. And I, I really think I, I like pit bulls. I just think that you got to have the right person raising them. Yeah, and that's weird. You, like, leave it on your porch so if it you was think weird, it's going to do no, that. It was you know, weird. Like, yeah. So I called, and, I, and then uh, I think I... I think I called police department first, mm-hmm. you know, and just said, "Hey, this is what's going on." Yes, yeah. it's, it's crazy, dude. Yeah, I mean, this you thing was you like, could have got hit by a car trying to run from the thing, you know? Oh. Like, yeah, it that was pretty that was pretty wild. That was that day. I think I set a record for <laughs> for my <laughs> should have been on from, Strava <laughs> from Hart, from Hart Park back yeah. here. So yeah, I, I went on a run uh, ride day, and I came up Palmyra behind was. Uh, Handy or whatever school that is on the other side of uh, the 55 in Chapman. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Handy. Okay, so I wanted to get to the bike trail. And you know that there's that, like, YMCA that's closed right there? Okay. And there's, like, a oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. there's somebody living there in a motorhome. And there's, like, a big old beware. That's my motorhome. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> there's a big old beware dog, and it was a pit bull, and he looked uh, mean. and not, uh, But he was all uh, locked down. But still, man, that kind of made my heart beat for a second. But I was able to cut through and get on the bike path, but... I did not want that fucker chasing me. <laughs> no, no, it's not fun. Oh, man, that bike path. I, good times. Used to live in Santa Ana, and my ride to work was like my favorite part of the day, because I would come up oh, Flower. Yeah. I went home with you. Remember halfway to your house one day? And uh, did we do the full back trail? We yeah, we did the back trail by the discoveries. Discovery on, Science the, on the other side. So you go to that trail all the way, yeah to the discovery. Yeah. And you go past it a little bit, and then it drops down under the freeway. It gets yeah, all it goes, dark. There's a dirt. There's a dirt. Then path. at the end of that, there's a single track that yeah. runs next to the actual river, and it ends in a little park. 
and then I'd go down to my house. But that little single track was my favorite. Really? Oh, yeah, I've always wondered what's beyond that because I've gotten to there and then had to turn around. Yeah, yeah no, 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 you can you can go all the way through that, and it ends on Flower Street, and then you're like in. Um, What's that part of Santa Ana? It's like the really nice... Uh, floral Park. Floral Park. Yes, yes. So you're up in Floral Park, and oh, then you could go... Like by the golf course, or like... Do you get... Not that far. Um, okay, yeah, that's pro- that's outside of Floral Park. On yeah. That side. Definitely but, ur- urban. It's it's urban biking at its best. And I, would, I ended up buying myself a little collapsible saw, because there were a lot of times branches would fall. Yeah. And I had to do trail maintenance. It's like, <laughs> this is my ride to work, Dude, baby. You know, it's funny. I had somebody yell that over the back fence at me. not even 100 yards long. No, no, not at all. <laughs> it's, like, it's like 50 yards long, dude. But for a time, I had KOM. No way. Right there. Because I don't think hardly anybody's ever gone through there. And oh. I had it. I had it dialed in. Just on a single speed, freewheel, two brakes, I would go into that thing so fast. Like, I'd have my buddy Martin with me. Oh, and by the dude. time I'd get to the end, I'd stop at the park at the end, and I'd be waiting. Well, dude, waiting for him to show up. Yeah, you're pretty good on two wheels, man. You, I could see you do pretty good on mountain biking, dude. Yeah, no, for sure, dude. Because you, I've never had like a super good build, dude. Build mountain one, bike, you build know? one up. I know. I mean, you can, you don't you don't have to spend the six, seven, eight grand for some of these things. The one time I had a good, I was riding my sisters, and we were in um, outside of Vegas. There's some good trails, uh, Henderson, really. And I go with my yeah. What's nephew. it called? It's called a. Uh, hold on here. Oh, we got. We got Canyon or, or yeah, something like that. We got taken up in a truck, yeah. And then there's like a downhill one. Then we just kind of went a more mellow one. Gambler's Cove or it's something like something, not Gambler's Cove. I'm with my it's nephew so, and my brother. There's no water out there. <laughs> Gambler's Cove and they're super good. It's they just Horse Thief Canyon. No, I don't know. I know what you're like, talking about. It's 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 like a yeah. It's like a, a trail system like Santiago Oaks, okay, but okay. a little bit more. Yeah, it, it, it's crazy. Yeah, but it, it's an area like that and. um so they take off. So I'm coming. I come around one turn, and it's just down. O- I mean, just drop. And they're all standing there watching me. They're like, drop the seat post. Drop the seat post. And I'm like, ah. I didn't know where the, I, like, I panicked. I didn't had, it's the first time I've ridden the bike. So I just, you know, put it between the leg and drop that thing. And they're like, not there. <laughs> you know, right when I'm starting to go, they're like, not there. I was supposed to go over here. And I made it happen. But they're like, oh, oh man, we've never seen anybody do that without dropping their seat post. And right there. Oh, it's crazy, dude. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not into all that jumping and stuff. I mean, I I don't know. I think I'm. You progress, right? Even if yeah. you, you know. So it's like the stuff. There's stuff that I go on now that like four or five years ago I would have been like, no yeah. way, you know. It's yeah, fun, I, I I like I like getting in shape. I mean, I right. I mean, getting we're getting Steve into it, dude. I'm sore as fuck today. Yeah, <laughs> yeah dude, I mean, hey, dude. It's, at our age, we guys gotta stay. You gotta uh, keep moving, dude. You yeah. gotta keep. You gotta keep the body moving. I mean. That's a lesson I learned from my dad. I mean, I'm, I'm never going to be on the level that he was at as far as business and, and pushing it that, that way and stuff. But uh, he did a horrible job of taking care of his body. Yeah. As, I, as I'm here drinking a beer right now. But you know what I'm saying. Yeah. But then again, uh, like tomorrow, the goal is to, to commute to work again. We're training for that race. What's your commute? 30-something you no, said? Remember, no, uh, remember last week I did it 40 two oh, miles 42. yeah you went the long way i went the long way to the that's beach nice. that's, no, that's cool a, i mean that's that's dude that's awesome. seal beach on the on the bike path yeah so that's down next to the 605 the bike yeah path you're so, taking. so yeah. and it's that's it's, a cool it's path great. so so like three miles from my house that's where the, the trailhead starts and you know when you get on the bike path right there's really only like one section that you have to slow down maybe two mm-hmm. but you're jamming all the way you're jamming all the way yeah down. yeah like there's no uh you're not st- for 13 like, for up, no for 14 miles 15 miles 
you're just going. Yeah. So you go. You know, it's a good training route. Yeah. Get on PCH, dude. You go right by Sunset Beach. Yeah. Bolsa Chica. It's it's badass. Dude. And then you come up the Santa Ana River. Santa Ana River Trail. So that one's got a lot more. Seems like people walking and doing stuff Santa like Ana that. Santa Ana River Trail. Yeah. Like I was having trouble when I would c- no. commute from work. It seems like the six hundred five one. It's all business. Like people out there are on their bikes. And well, they're no, like, no, no. Sorry, I'm not. I'm on Coyote Creek, uh, not six hundred five. So it's it's parallel. Remember, it merges. Uh, uh, oh, merges down where that bridge yeah, goes across. So oh, Coyote okay, Creek. Okay. Coyote Creek goes up through. Uh, so that one's super mellow. There's not many people on that, huh? No, no. But I don't know. It's fun. Steve's gonna do his first mountain bike race next uh, Tuesday. Nice, <laughs> nice. I don't know what I'm getting myself into, but <laughs> over the hump. I banged out 20 miles today, though, so nice. it was a pretty good ride. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, trying to get there. I mean, he's you know years ahead of me, yeah. and I'm not trying to compare myself to him. Right. But you know, he's definitely. Oh, dude, I think you're gonna do good, dude. Honestly, it, I think he's. You're you're gonna do good. It, you know, it's something that I've kind of yeah I gravitated towards because I used to love it so much as a little kid just riding bikes. You know, yeah. I, I was never I had a skateboard. You know, I I bodyboarded my whole life, but I've always I always rode bikes. bikes you know? yeah. I had a mongoose, huffy, nice, you know, general. Shit, dude. I had a mini GT. You know, when I was when I was oh, like dude. thirteen or fourteen, oh, yeah, those yeah, were yeah, so yeah, killer. I had a dinky dino. <laughs> you know what I mean, dude? I know, dude. Yeah, yeah. mine was uh, all murdered out with uh, five-spoke black rims. And nice. just Oh, dude, I used to just tear it up. Yeah, because they made the Skyways, the little Skyways, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> dude. Yeah, bikes are cool. I, I mean, I was, I was, you know, I think about it from time to time. You know, you got e-bikes, goes technology and all this stuff, but. And that's what I'm shooting for. The, I want the bike to do the work for me. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Because, you know, that's called a dirt bike. You know, it's called yeah. a, a motor, it's called a motorcycle. Yeah. No, but I mean, the, just the whole technology, I mean, ultimately, since you put two wheels on a frame, hasn't hasn't changed. Right. Like, gears was the biggest thing they came up with. But I'm, I'm just, the, the, I guess, since the, then, the, the, the basic fundamental concept of just it, how oh, it yeah. operates, it's, yeah. it's been that way for how long? And it's awesome. Hundreds. Of, and, and it's, it's going to be around, even when things are flying... And all this stuff. I think it's there's still going to be something about going over terrain. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because I mean, you can fly over terrain and it, it's cool, it's fun. Right. But there's still something about being able to connect with the ground. Oh, right. absolutely, man. You know what I'm saying? I, I mean, I, like hiking. You still get what people going to have floating shoes? They're not going to be able to feel right. the ground belong? They, you know, they have uh, hey, um, drones now. You don't just stand at the bottom of a hiking trail and fly your drone up and then come back. No, you know, it's like that's going to be it. No, no, because think about it. They got segways and shit. You know, and all these like little. Uh, it, what, what are they? What, Come on, the hoverboard yeah. bullshit. Oh, yeah, yeah. Things. So next thing you know, it's going to be a flying, a, a real hoverboard. Up that go, trail. Oh, up you're, the tra- you're, oh, well, your feet are actually hitting the ground? <laughs> no, I'm flying my hoverboard. Up yeah, this thing. I'm just doing the three Bs uh, you know, above, you know, then again, levitating hey, over the ground. That's when Americans go from 200 to 300 pounds to 400 pounds. Yeah. And they got, you know, it's just like, ah, man, I don't know. It's just experiencing... Uh, the environment in, in its rawest form. Is yeah, fun. I went up to because I, I love going up to Peters Canyon. You know, okay. like that. That's enough for me to kind of get my ass kicked, but without like the Santiago Oaks of like really yeah. fearing for my fucking yeah. life. <laughs> Not, well, that's dramatic, but um, the single back, the the single, the switchback uh, on the backside, dude. I, that, it's it's a short, you know, just a little downhill kind of. Uh-huh. But I love it, dude, with the little cactuses on the side, and you're just kind of hitting those. Yeah, it's just. And, but something about the sound, the dirt, the little skids when you're kind of making those turns. It, you can't. I know. You yeah. can't duplicate that. This is so fun. Wind coming well, at you. The sun's like just broken out. And you're starting to sweat. Oh, well, and that's the feeling. thing is that's like you know gravel bikes have been kind of popular the last few years, mm-hmm. and I think that's because it's like you know 
the roadie that doesn't want to go actually buy a mount, uh, a mountain bike. And, and my and, my thing is, I think I'll I'll kill myself if I had a full suspension <laughs> badass mountain bike. Well, like no, because I have know, to limit on. myself with my machine because hey, I'm like no, I John, can only do this no, much. No, 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 you're, no. You're well, still gonna power. Tr- <laughs> he's still gonna try the crazy shit on his gravel bike. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, we're talking to John here. Yeah. No, I mean what. It's kind of like that, uh, yeah. Because you know, there's a lot of a lot of trails up here are fire roads too. Yeah. So you don't, you, you know, a five inch suspension mountain bike is overkill. For, right. Yeah. So you could have a lot lighter bike that still handles well with just tire. I mean, just dirt tires makes a huge difference. Well, dude, uh, t- uh, two of my buddies that race over the hump. Uh, one's, uh, well, he shouldn't be a beginner. He's an intermediate. He's in beginner, but he should be intermediate. He's doing pretty good, and he's doing. A, he's on a gravel bike, and his brother is legit competitive and mm-hmm. intermediate. Uh, right now, I think he's sitting at third or fourth place, nice. out of, you know, out of like 30 guys. So, And, and they're on gravel bikes. Yeah. <laughs> right? And they're racing. I mean, but the course is set up. You know, there's it's, Where, yeah. there's nothing really gnarly about it, you know? And, I mean, they got to have, what, 10-pound lighter bike? Not necessarily. Yeah, not necessarily. Maybe four or five pounds because mm. one of the guys is aluminum, and the, yeah. you know, I mean, yeah, but it's fun. It's good. I'm glad at at my age now that I'm still kind of pushing that pace. Mm-hmm. And I look at there's guys like Tinker Juarez out there, 58 years old, and this freaking dude is yeah. racing every weekend, and he's comp- and dude, he's moved on to endurance stuff. This guy's competitive. Those bro. things are gnarly. He's dude. competitive, dude. Like yeah. 70 miles, like. Whatever or more game more. Or like oh, oh and like ten thousand feet of climbing yeah shit like that like well dude I'm I'm oh. I'm gonna be doing a race at the end of September it's like forty seven miles and like oh dude it's some crazy some like seven eight thousand feet of climbing dude climbing you know? that's my I'd rather I, do the descending and yeah but you know what it's all part of the experience man yeah it's just like you know what I look at it like in life like. If shit's too easy to get, it's it, it'll bore you real quick, man. And there's not yeah. a lot of going on. But when you work for something, you know, and, and you know, anybody can, you know, I, I don't know, man. I, it's just that whole mentality. It's like, yeah, anybody can have somebody driving to the top of the hill, dude. Right. But when you work your way up there, and then you it makes that descent so much more. Sweet, earn it, you know. Earn it, dude. Earn it. Keep it real, man. Well, dude, I think we're gonna wrap it up, man. All I right. thank you for coming, uh, coming out, man. Right. You know what? Thank you for you, having we've me. Inter- our lives have intersected for a long time. Like, long you know, time. I mean, uh, I owe it to uh, you know you and, and your ex uh, for uh, introducing me to my wife. You know, yeah, that's um, yeah, pretty cool. You know, yeah, that's what, like six. I, I still remember when when because uh, Ellen and I eloped, right? And we just said one night we were like, "We're out of here, dude." I called Greg and uh, his girlfriend and said, "Hey." We need we need a couple of witnesses. Let's go to nice. Vegas, right? So we went to Vegas, and I, I think I remember when I rolled. I think we rolled right to the shop from Vegas, right? And you were one of the first people I remember, like you know, giving a hug to, you know. That's nice. cool. Yeah, no, cool. I remember uh, just because it was like one of those things. We were still on a high. You know? what, what year did you get married? In, in two thousand two. Oh wow, yeah, two thousand two. So dude. yeah, I remember. We, like we just said, hey, let's get married. Let's go. We went to Vegas. Yeah, call my call my. Well, went went back to my mom's, picked up my brother and his girlfriend, and went up to my my dad's. Like, stop by, you know. So we like, stopped by his place, and then on on our way out there, and nice. we went out there. Yeah, 
So, cool, man. Well, I wish you the best, dude. We're going to stay in touch, man. Yeah. <clears throat> and you know what? Now I'm, I'm mapping out this road tour family vacation in, in the RV. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And yeah, now I'm, put, I'm putting Vashon Island on the stop. And if you're going to go see Keith, you could come in the Seattle side. No, we're... Go see us on Vashon, then you can actually there's a different ferry that goes out that side, and you could go see Keith. Dude, you know what? Or you could go to see Keith first, come see us, and then go to see Seattle or whatever. I think this has got to happen, dude. This has got to happen. Mobile podcast in the RV. Hey, do you still keep in contact with Charlie? Uh, you know what? I actually got You're reminding me. I left him a message probably about a month ago. Because if I you forgot, went up the... He never called me back. Like, so. go up the coast... And then you could go back down, like inland, a little bit. Go see him in Idaho. Yeah. Go to Yosemite. Yeah, you could do a nice. Well, I got to change deal. it up a little bit because um, I took the family on a trip to the Bay Area and Bend last Christmas. Mm. So if we can go for like a week, we'll come up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because my buddy lives. Hey, hey, dude, go to Bend. Bend is a good town. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right, man. Well, dude, uh, good luck to you. Thank you. And you know what? You always got a place over here, buddy. So awesome. <laughs> it's a nice couch. I'll, maybe I'll need it. <laughs> <laughs> you need it. All right. We're out of here. Right on. Well, All thanks right. again for listening, guys. Uh, John, thanks for being our guest today. Chris, thanks yeah, for hosting yeah. as always, buddy. Thanks for doing uh, it. And you thanks, guys. Steve. Yeah, you guys always. Thank you for listening. We appreciate all your uh, listenership, and uh, we look forward to uh, talking to you guys next time. Till then, we'll see you soon.